good morning everybody we are live so good to have you guys this morning god bless you welcome 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 i gotta have my uh gotta have my coffee this morning hope you got yours uh this is mm, i got a different cup this is my uh decaf coffee and this is my caffeinated my real coffee okay and uh i don't know it's kind of symbolic of our faith is your faith decaffeinated or is your faith full of, full of the power okay <laughs> so, i guess i'm equating the spirit of god to caffeine but the the point is uh you're drinking coffee but it's if it's decaffeinated uh, that's kind of like going to church every sunday but not having the spirit of god in you uh, uh because you've got um all you're doing is decaf i want to bring uh I want to bring my wife in here. Uh, good morning, Shanita. How are you doing? Good morning. morning. Good, good. So do you drink decaf or you drink regular coffee? I am irregular, but I get Holy Spirit filling without the caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, coffee keeps me regular, but we won't go into that, okay? Um, <laughs> The, the 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 scenario I'm making here is you got decaf coffee, you got caffeine. You're drinking both the same. The, the how I'm trying to equate this is that in our spiritual walk, is our spirit decaffeinated or is it ca caffeinated? Is it full of the punch of the Holy Spirit? Because you go through the same uh, uh, physical um you know movements going to church praying and all that mm -hmm. but i just have a feeling that the church is decaf the church is decaffeinated coffee so anyway i wasn't going to normally talk about that this morning but uh i'm going to have one last sip of my decaf and then i'm going to tear into my caffeinated anyway uh how's everything going this morning any praise reports anything going on wow yeah all the way from the uk we've been interceding for a family and they've just seen God um, like this latest email. One of our prayer warriors sent a scripture and that was like just what he needed to hear. So it, it's amazing how God's timing is always. Yeah. yeah. I mean, impeccable. we are meeting our God's meeting so many needs through this ministry and it's not me or you um, right. or anybody out there. It's, it's God using the tools today, which is what we have today. It's it's our online family. And when I say online, you know, that's like people treat that like a stepchild. Like it's not as important as, quote, Sunday morning, let's dress up and go to church and whatever. And nothing wrong with that if you're going to a real church that's preaching truth. But this is just as powerful, Shanita, as a Sunday morning. You know, I believe that if Jesus walked the face of the earth today, he would be having have an on have a podcast. OK, uh, but unfortunately, I think that the social media platforms would ban him. I think they would censor him and kick him off and take down uh, God's channel. What do you think about that? Except for David Hebner TV. He is welcome. That's right. That's why we have David Hebner TV. If you're not a member out there, everybody, go to davidhebner.tv, sign up. Uh, that's one platform. We'll always be around, God willing. Um, so go, it, it just, it's the cost of a cup of uh, Starbucks. Okay. So just go there, sign up right now. You get over 900 videos and all kinds of things, church won't talk about. 
Sinead, we're reaching people in the UK, reaching people all over. Um, people can get in touch with our ministry by calling what number? 844-806-0006. That's right. Or they can send a text. To 91, not, the word chosen, right? To 91999. That text chosen is if you want to make a donation, but to communicate with us, to send a praise report or a prayer request, that's 615-861-9659. Okay, but if you'd like to make a donation, you can send uh, a text, the word chosen to 91999. All right, Shanita, God bless you. Uh, we'll bring you back later for prayer request. Love you. Okay, let's get into it this morning. All right, here's my question. My question is, do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? David, I believe in God. Well, that's great. So does Satan. So the devils. Does God believe in you? That's my second question. Do you believe in God? Does God believe in you? Well, I never thought about that. Does God, does God believe in me? Yes, he does. But here's the real question. Let's land the plane. Do you believe that God believes in you? Do you believe that God believes in you? I said, David, I never thought about that. Well, we're thinking about it this morning. We're praying about it, and we're gonna, we are going to have a come-to-Jesus moment. I don't say that disrespectfully. I mean come-to-Jesus moment. Because many out there have not come to Jesus, have not had that real come-to-Jesus moment. This is when the light goes off, folks. This is when the lid blows off. This is when God brings us to another level. Let's pray right now. Father, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for bringing us together, your children, uh, however many, whoever it is this morning, it's an anointed, appointed time. I'm asking, Father, that all needs will be met. Most important that you will give us the information that we need to have. Bring us to another level. Do not let us leave this gathering without going to a new level of understanding, of love, of wisdom, of power in you in your son's name jesus christ all right do you believe that god believes in you or have you always been like me throughout life until a a a, a, a few years back where you weren't good enough you weren't worthy you were beat down you were you know you were told subconsciously you know, and people would slip it in. They'd slip these little things. You can't do this. You can't do that. Or maybe you're around people that said they couldn't do that. So therefore, you inherited all these demons of I can't do that. I'm not good enough. Even going to church. See, religion beats us down. Religious Religion tells us we're not good enough. But, uh, and, and they tell us the antidote. The answer is their church, their religion, their denomination. You see, that's how they keep people hooked. And even in the Six Flags Over Jesus churches, where people go in, they wave their hands at the latest Christian rock song, which, by the way, a lot of that stuff is actually worshiping demons. That's another, uh, 
another talk we're going to have because I'm from Nashville. I, I was in that business. I was a songwriter. Most of these companies that have these Christian songs, they're for profit, folks. They're for profit. They're written by people that even people that are that worship Satan. Worse, worse, they're written by people that go to church. They're religious. They don't have no clue what they're talking about. Satan so used them to write this garbage. With my hands and praise you, Lord, and thank you. You know, even those churches, they keep you down. Because they tell you you need to come every Sunday and get more of this candy-coated Jesus. You need another shot in the arm of sugar, of cotton candy God. You see, they create an addiction. People have beaten you down, beaten me down to the point we, we do believe in God. We've never really thought about, does God believe in us? Does God believe in you? But now we're bringing it to the surface. Do you believe, do I believe that God believes in us? God has a mission for you, a specific plan, a purpose. That would be insane for a coach on a, on a team, uh, say a football team, to select a player. He's chosen a player to be on the team. That would be insane for that coach not to believe that that player can do the job that player was chosen to do. Because the coach picks the very best. And God has chosen you. And he's chosen the best. You see, here's, and walk with me on this because I, I struggle through this. If you and I are children of God, which we are, children of God, we are royalty. The Bible says that. If we are royalty, how in the world could we ever think of playing second team, of being second best? We are God's chosen. There's nothing better than that. But yet we, we walk through life insecure with fear. We, I can't do it, Lord. There's people that don't believe in God that have more, more courage than, than people that do believe in God. Why? Because their God is themselves and they believe in themselves. Unfortunately, that God is going to send them to hell. But your God is going to take you home to heaven for eternity. We want to stand in front of God and we want God to look at us and say, well done, son, daughter. You realize that you were precious. You realize that you were perfect in my sight. You realize that you could do it all. But there's one word, one word that brings Christians down. But there's another word that slaughters Satan. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. The one word that brings Christians down is unbelief. God talks about this. The only way to please God is what? Belief. That's the word that slaughters the enemy. Belief. But belief in God, not only, like I said, devils believe that. You must believe that God believes in you. And then you must go on to 
to believe and understand how God does believe in you. That he has chosen you for a purpose, for a place, for something specific. Let's go to John 15, 16. Open your Bibles, John 15, 16. John 15, 16. You did not choose me. God's talking. He's saying that you didn't choose God. I did not choose God. Do you understand? That we we come to the cross, when we come to the altar, when we praise God, when we're in the sight of God, we didn't choose him. He chose us because he chooses the best. John 15, 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Listen to this and appointed you, appointed you to do what? To be a soldier in God's army. To conquer, to overcome. That's what we're going to do this morning, overcome, conquer. I didn't choose you, or you didn't choose me. I chose you, God says. And I appointed you so that you might go and what? Bear fruit. This thing about bearing fruit. Again, this has been just The church, this bearing fruit thing, it, it's it's the bearing fruit. Pick an apple, eat an apple. I'm going to bear some fruit. I'm going to hand out flyers on the street. I'm going to go to a missions field. I'm going to get out of here. Bearing fruit? You cast out demons. You raise the dead. You preach the gospel. Preach the truth. You heal the sick. That's bearing fruit. Nothing wrong with passing out flyers on the street. Nothing wrong with witnessing. Nothing. It's all good. But don't go doing that. If you're not going to do the basic foundation of what the Bible says, these things shall follow those who believe. What things? Not passing out flyers. Not feeding the homeless. No. Not getting on a street, cor street corner and, and yelling at the top of your lungs. out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, and preach the truth. Okay, so God says, I have appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit, what? That will last. What does that mean that will last? It means that what is done on earth is recorded in heaven. It will not only last you through this lifetime, but through eternity. Well done, good and faithful servant. I have chosen you. I am a coach. I've chosen you to play on the team. You are an all-star player. You see, if we don't believe it, we can't receive it. And this morning, right now, I'm praying right now, there's those listening to me. You demon of fear, you will come out of God's children. You demon of unbelief. You demon of abuse, you are now cast back into hell. You will not return. You demon of addiction, you are cast out. You will not return. God's people are cleansed. 
Good morning, everybody. Josh, Betty. Good to see you all this morning. I want to go to a song that was written. This is a great song. It's called Blind Man in the Bleachers. Now, I want you to listen to the words of this, please. It's, it's so important you listen to this. This song touches my heart. And I believe this is the gospel. This, this is the gospel. You know, I don't, preachers can get up on Sunday morning and instead of preaching all that nonsense, they can just read the lyrics of the song and that will preach the gospel. Listen to this. He's just the blind man in the bleachers to the local hometown fans. And he sits beneath the speakers way back in the stands. And he listens to the play-by-play. He's just waiting for one name. He wants to hear his son get in the game. But the boy is not a hero, so they say. He's just strictly second team. Though he runs each night for touchdown in his father's sweetest dreams. He's going to be a star one day, but you may never tell. But the blind man in the bleachers knows he will. He, be he believes in his son. Now listen to this. And it's the last game of the season. It's a Friday night at home. And no one knows the reason why the blind man didn't come. And the boy looks kind of nervous as he turns and he stares, just as though he sees the old man sitting there. The local boys are trying, but they slowly lose their will. Another player is down and now, and he's carried from the field. At halftime, in the locker room, the kid goes off alone, and no one sees him talking on the phone. The game's already started when he gets back to the team, that, and half the crowd can hear the coach yell, yell, where the heck you been? Just getting ready for the second half is all he'll say, because now, coach, you're going to let me in to play. Without another word, he turns and he runs into the game, and through the silence on the field, loudspeakers call his name. It'll make the local papers how the team came from behind when they saw him playing out his heart to win. And when the game was over, the coach asked him to tell. What was it he was thinking of that made him play so well? You knew my dad was blind, he said. Well, tonight he passed away. And it's the first time my father seen me play. Folks, this touches my heart. This boy who played second team, to everyone else, he wasn't a hero. He was just second team. He was a nobody. But his father, who was blind, believed in him and came to the game every Friday night that they would play. 
without missing. He always sat there and he sat underneath the speaker so he couldn't hear him, see him, but he could hear it. And all he wanted to hear was this son's name called to play in the game. But then the old man died. And the boy on the phone, hearing that his father passed away. I can imagine the things that went through his head. Dad, Dad, why didn't I step up to the plate? Dad, why didn't I believe, Dad, that you believed in me? Why, Dad, you're gone. I wanted you to sit there, and I wanted you to hear my name being called onto the field, but I never had the guts, Dad, just to run out there and say, Coach, I'm playing in the game. You, everyone look out because I'm coming in. I'm first team, no longer sitting on the bench anymore. But then I believe, as he was thinking this, that maybe God spoke to him and said, Son, Tonight, you're going on that field and you're going to play because your father, your earthly father is now with me. He now has eyes to see. He's going to watch you not only go onto the field, you're going to get that ball and you're going to go across the line and you are a winner and you're going to cause your team to win. Is that you? See, for many years, I thought I could only play second team. I thought I would be the, I was voted, like I said last week, most likely to just fade away, disappear into nothingness. I didn't believe in myself. I believed in God religiously. But I never believed God believed in me. I never even thought about it. But now I do. You see, God loves you. God has chosen you to be on his team. No one else can do what you do. It's impossible. Without you doing what God needs you to do, it can't be done. God will get it done, but it's not his perfect plan. For you guys out there, and you don't believe you're a hero, you are a hero. You're God's hero. From this day on, right now, mark this. From this day on, your life is changing. You will walk into a room differently. You'll carry the power of God with you. You will speak the word of God, and you will be proud for God. Now, you women out there, listen. You're heaven's homecoming queen, okay? Maybe here in this life, no one asked you to the prom. Maybe you, no one, they thought you were ugly or too fat or just not popular. And you were never invited to things that other people went to. And you felt shamed and you felt alone. But let me tell you something. You're heaven's homecoming queen. God is waiting for that moment that you're going to arrive and you'll have a crown 
and you'll you're you are his queen. My mother went to be with the Lord seven months ago. She never even graduated high school. And I wrote a song about her called Proverbs 31 Woman. And the first lines go like this. Um, it, well, you know, the, the, the verse in the Bible, Proverbs 31, the Proverbs 31 Woman, but the verse in my song goes like this. She don't have much education. She never earned her degree. But you'll find more wisdom in her little finger than all the universities. She has no fortune or fame, and you won't see her name in high fashion magazines. But you can ask any angel in heaven, and they'll tell you. They'll give anything for her wings. See, my mother, she didn't go around talking about God all the time, and, and she didn't know much scripture. She did read some. She didn't have an education, but she did things God did. I saw God all over her. When other, quote, Christians wouldn't do much, step up to the plate, my mother would take the shirt off her back and give it to people and help people. She didn't have any education, but she had wisdom beyond belief. And no one knew who she was. Because, you know, I was in Hollywood around all the stars. They didn't know who my mother was. She was in their eyes a nobody. But I can tell you right now that any angel in heaven would have traded anything for her wings. And that's for you, too. You're God's angel. You have wings that any angel would look upon you and wish they had your wings. He said, David, I, you don't know me. I, you don't know my past. I stumble. And you know, I don't need to know your past. And by the way, if you've given your heart to God, God doesn't know your past. He's forgotten it. Maybe your family hasn't forgotten it. Maybe your friends has not forgotten what you've been through, your dark side. But God has forgotten it. He cannot remember it. So we must stop bringing it back to God. Because God doesn't want to hear our past. You see, we have to forgive ourselves. We have to believe that God believes in us so much that he doesn't see our past anymore. He sees who we are right now, perfection. He sees our future of what we're going to do for him. It took the boy's father, the blind man in the bleachers. It took him to the point of dying for the young man to wake up. There was someone who died for you and I 2,000 years ago. You see, the father sent his only son to die an excruciating, painful, humiliating death because the father believed in you. The father believes in me. If he didn't, he would not have sent his son to die on the cross. Every time I start talking about God and the cross, 
tears start flowing because I love God so much and I know you do too I just think about Jesus on that cross and he had my name David Heavener he had your name on his mind he knew every hair on your head and he believed in you so much that he was willing to have those nails put into his hands and his feet. You see, folks, for the father to hang his only son on a cross and to watch him die, and the father to hear the words and to see his son's face saying, Father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you turned your back on me? that to happen the father must believe in you that's how much belief he has in you and this morning has been an appointed anointed time for you and I this morning for our lives to change perhaps you're going through fear sickness addiction loneliness broken family this morning we're gonna come to the altar we're gonna get on our knees if you can get on your knees no matter where you are with every head bowed and every eye closed I want you to raise your hand right now say David I, I don't know the Lord but I want to just raise your hand God sees your hand being raised right now. You say, Father, I believe that you sent your son to die for me on the cross. I'm going to do everything I can to follow him. You are now a child of the living God. If you prayed this prayer, I want to hear from you. You say, David, I keep stumbling. I fall and I'm, I'm a prodigal. It's time to come home, prodigal son, prodigal daughter. God has his arms open wide for you. He's always there for you. He will never, never forsake you. You see, I've not always been there for God. But God's always been there for me. He's never once abandoned me, though I've turned my back on him. And it hurts to think that I've done that. It's very painful. But he understands that I'm human and that you're human. And he's always there for us because he knows your heart. He knows my heart. He knows that you're a hero. You just need to know you're a hero and believe that God believes you're a hero. That you're God's homecoming queen. You're beautiful in his eyes and perfect. Let's sing this song. He is Lord. 
is Lord. He's risen, risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Praise him, everybody. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. Jesus Christ is Lord. He's alive. Sing it. Yeah, he's alive. He rose from the dead and he's alive. He is risen. He's risen from the dead, and he's alive. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, as we sing this song, that he's Lord. When we say someone is Lord, that means there's no one above them, no one equal. That means that we put all of our faith, all of our trust. So as we sing it one last time, let's give him the praise that he needs. You know, there's people all over the world right now that are in ball games and they're praising their team for getting that, scoring that point. There's people that have won the lottery and they're yelling and praising. There's all kinds of praise going on this morning. Let's give praise where praise is due to the ultimate God, to the only God, to your God, to my God. Oh, you are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are Lord. Yes. Have risen from the dead, and you are Lord. Listen, this. every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is. honor you we love you we give us we give everything we have to you you are lord you are lord god you made us to be first team first place we are winners your children are so special. I want to bring Shanita in to, uh, to give some, if you have any prayer requests, any praise reports, um, 
we'd love to to have those. Uh, send them in, please. Uh, but I do want to bring um, Shanita in here. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Are yes. you there? Yes. All right. Do we have any uh, prayer requests? Yes. Uh, we're praying for Jill, for Rhonda, for Sue, for Sarah, for Terry's friend's daughter, and for Pastor Mosin in Pakistan. Their church and homes were burned the week before last. <laughs> and for Joe and Gemma. And we had some testimonies coming this week, so I'm hoping maybe those people will be able to join us tomorrow to share on the live show or underground, praising yeah. God for what he's doing in Reba's life and amazing stories. Yeah, you know, Shanita, a lot of us are in America, in the Western world, in the UK, and places where right now Christianity doesn't seem to have a lot of persecution, though it's coming and it is here but not like it is in Pakistan, India, a lot of these places. And we have people from India tuning in. We have pastor from Pakistan tuning in, and he just had his church burned down. Yeah. Folks, we need to pray. We need to pray for our brothers and sisters in other countries that are being killed, that are having churches burnt down, that it's illegal to worship, right? And right now, I want to pray. Let's pray that. Father, we're lifting up our brothers and sisters in other countries right now. We come against any demon that comes against our brothers and sisters in any country that is calling you illegal. We come against you, demon. You have no right. We, we, we command that you leave the children of God right now and that you empower them. God, you empower them. We thank you. We thank you. And we come against that evil. And I'm encouraging uh, the brother in Pakistan, you just keep your chin up because you are a winner. You're a child of God. God has the best for you. So what a church gets burnt down. Uh, God will bring somebody to build another one. Okay? The enemy cannot win. It is not in the book that God wrote. Amen? And if you've had uh, families that have been persecuted, injured, and... Uh, Oh, Lord, and killed. We're praying for you, and we hurt for you, and, and we're with you, okay? And we love you all. We do. Yep. Okay. All right, Shanita. Well, thank you so much. God bless you. So um, we're going to be going in just, just a moment here, but I want to let you guys know that I've had a breakthrough this morning that um, I, I feel the power of God has come upon me and I hope you and he's taken me to a new level. Okay. And uh, I want to pray for you before we go. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to pray. We're going to break those addictions. We're going to break that fear. We're going to break it. We're going to bust it. Those chains are going to be gone if they haven't already. I've had some chains busted right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we're breaking those chains. We're commanding that healing. We command that healing. There's a lady out there is having problems with their ovaries. We're commanding that healing. Having a problem with the back. The back pain goes. There's no cancer in the body. We are commanding a healing. Cancer cannot be in the child of, of, of God. Father, I'm commanding that fear be gone. I'm commanding uh, that those 
families that have been torn apart, that they will come back together. We're believing that, commanding that addiction to be gone, commanding the loneliness to be gone. We thank you, Father, that you've given us the four things to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, and preach the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Here, Lord, you are Lord. You've risen from the dead. You are Lord. Listen to me now. One day, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus is Lord. <clears throat> he gave his life for you and I. Father gave his only son for you and I. Because he knows that you are <clears throat> a winner, that I am a winner. We are all our winners. I want to thank you all. If you'd like to pray for the ministry, please uh, send us an email at david at davidhevener.com. If you'd like to support the ministry, uh, please go to davidhevener.tv forward slash donate. Uh, we sure could use it. Uh, we're just little people trying to do a big job for God, and you're so uh, important to this ministry. Would you consider becoming a monthly uh, partner with us uh, in prayer and in donation? Um, and I do this every week because I have to. God tells me this is important. I want to get you this. This is eight hours of uh, things the church won't talk about. Uh, SRA, uh, human trafficking, uh, the one world government, Illuminati. This is episode one of Last Evangelist with some banned videos on the back with me and Michael Lake and Lisa Haven. Um, and then I have my two new books um, that you can get. Uh, one is uh, The uh, True Power. Okay, true power, and it's how to use your true power in these last days. Uh, and then the other one is um, well, it's a story of my life. It's about uh, Hollywood. It's about the, um, I guess you could say, the demons in Hollywood, mind control, end times investigations. Pick that up. And, of course, we have our new T-shirt, the, the uh, uh, Blood of Jesus is my vaccine, and the Holy Spirit's my booster T-shirt. You can get that. And then we have the Legalized Jesus T-shirt. All right. Jesus is legal. Trust me, he's legal. And we're going to let the world know he's, he's legal because we're legalizing it. Uh, uh, call 844-806-0006 and, uh, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order or text the word chosen to 91999. Don't forget to sign up David Hevener TV. Uh, folks, this is where our family is on David Hevener TV. We broadcast from there. Also, you can catch us live, and it's free, above uh, the paywall. Uh, but if you want to become a member and go underground, then, you know. Uh, but I love you guys. I appreciate you all. God bless you. And I'll see you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you are on uh, YouTube, you can uh, hit subscribe, uh, click the like button and the notifications. I normally don't say this because I let God build things, but I feel like I should say it. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you. God bless you.